It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. You're listening to the Go Birds Pod, a radio.com podcast about your beloved birds. Hello, everybody. John Barchard, Elliott Shore Parks, live from the link as Nick Foles breaks an Eagles record, throwing for 471 yards. We both got to see it live. I still can't really believe it, uh, but in true Eagles fashion, they didn't make it easy towards the end. Deshaun Watson and DeAndre Hopkins are aliens. I think that's what I've learned after this game as well, but Elliott... Uh, the Eagles hold on. Nick Foles was very emotional after this game. What a moment. What a moment for this a- franchise and just for him. Even if next week, which we'll certainly get into, the Eagles don't make the playoffs because Minnesota won. Uh, Seattle is still up in the air as we're recording this right now, but they would need a lot of luck just to lose twice in a row. Yep. I think that's a, it's a pretty good moment for Nick Foles to go out on if that was it. What an unbelievable game. I mean, just seriously, if you you know, we'll, like you said, we'll talk about playoff scenarios. We'll talk about all that. What just an unbelievable game to watch. I mean, you know, in five, ten years when we, when we look back at this era of Eagles football, I mean, the, the throw that Nick Foles made when he was hitting the end zone now, Sean Jeffrey, I think was one of the most impressive throws I've ever seen live with my own two eyes. I mean, honestly, the, the only ones I can think of are Nick Foles' pass to Corey Clement in the yeah. Super Bowl. It's the only one I can think of in terms of just on the money, big moment, hitting the back, hitting the end zone as he goes down. I mean, I, I thought he was dead. I thought, yeah. I thought like, well, that's it. Foles is done because he's a tough guy. And as Cox said after the game, Foles is a lot bigger than you think. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, to take that hit and to get up was pretty unreal. But just to make that throw and then not only just that one, the one to, to Aguilar. And, I mean, you could speak on it too, but the moment in the stadium, Eagles fans doing the Foles slash Skull chant. Yeah. 
him running, him getting up and running off the field and then coming back in. I mean, this was this was one of the best Eagles games I've ever seen. It's definitely it's one of the best games I've ever covered, without question. Yeah, and we saw Nate Sudfeld come in there for one play and throw it. I saw Rich Hoffman tweet. It was like, "What a day for him!" You know, yeah. and that and it, yeah, and I expected that immediately. It's like you know, of course, everyone it, wants him to run, so Nate Sudfeld is obviously going to throw here. But I think if you're going to throw it, and off the top of my head, maybe there was time management reasons to do that. Uh, but I think if you're going to throw it, have him throw it like deep, deep, and just yeah, say I mean, yeah, like eight or nine here yards seems kind of. Silly, yeah, but. especially against a really big, banged-up uh, Houston secondary, which uh, continued. Jonathan Joseph went out in this game. I believe that was in the uh, second or third quarter as they were kind of going and driving down. It might have been actually on the 52-yarder the to Alshon yeah. and getting that drive going. Um, and just kind of had to – it wasn't even a, a matching either. Like Nick Foles took over this game when he needed to take it over, and the, the defense did too, and then there was a, a bunch of let-ups. I mean – uh, between Josh Adams and Nick Foles, uh, the interception and the fumble there, that wasn't great. That led them right back into well, the, the game. But <laughs> The fumble at the time, I mean, they're up, what, 16 points, I think? Yeah. And, or maybe a little less than that. But he fumbles it, and I'm thinking, oh, well, that's like a small footnote in the game. And then all of a sudden, they're down 30-29. I'm like, holy shit, that fumble almost cost them the entire yes, game. Yes, it did. It just shows, like, in the NFL, you never know. I think we were all kind of sitting in this press box. I'm sure people at home following along Twitter and all that were thinking, well, this game's over. I mean, it's Eight a fumble. Eight minutes left. They're yeah, up. it is yeah. what it is, right? Next thing you know, they're down. I mean, that was unreal. But the Foles game overall was kind of a typical Foles game in the yep. way that, A, not very visually pleasing outside of a few. I mean, his accuracy was a major issue early on. He was lucky. He sailed his passes. There was one turrets he sailed, could have been picked off, sailed a few of his passes. Uh, obviously, you know, the interception was not great. Bad throw, bad decision, threw it off to the side. But, man, gets the win, finishes with what? I think like 400. 471 yards. 471, Unreal. I think Eagles franchise record, right? It is. Yeah, yeah so is. four touchdowns, 471 yards. His 11th game-winning slash fourth quarter comeback in his career, which is pretty impressive when you consider he's only started, what, 30-something games? I don't yeah. know how many he had with the Rams. Yeah, I can't yeah, imagine I. there was many there, but I think he had one against the Seahawks. But, I mean, man, to come back to do that, I saw some people debating it on Twitter, like, does Carson win that game? Who knows? But there is no denying Foles is a special quarterback in big moments. And you know what, too, is just I know that it is, and just like we discussed on the weekend, I mean, there's always just going to be uh, now the question, the it gets a little pressed a little further, although there's still some elements uh, of the Eagles yet to make the playoffs here um, of, you know, is it going to be Carson? Is it going to be? I'm, I'm sure when the time comes, if it even needs to come, will come. Uh, but well, I have my, lots of thoughts on that. We'll get oh, which we there. will certainly okay. talk about. <laughs> yeah. But my takeaway, my biggest takeaway about Nick Foles and this team is let's just enjoy the ride still. Like, And I'm tired of trying to figure out Nick Foles because I can't. Why I, there's, there's just – it's impossible because he can look like that first quarter and then all of a sudden just – throw for 400 plus yards he threw for 373 i think in the super bowl with all the touchdowns around yeah. and then he can look like he did in the beginning of the season where he said he's pressing and that's the, the biggest reasons why and whatever and, and and to me like this eagles offense uh, is the things that i know we can agree on it was getting hot at the right time like it finally picked up yeah. even with carson and now nick is in there i think that's a big part of this and i don't want it to get lost in the shuffle when we're talking about Nick Foles, Lane Johnson told J.J. Watt to go fuck himself yeah. today. And I didn't hear or see his name or number coming out of this. That was the be best performance that I've seen 
outside of Nick Foles today was Lane Johnson on and, J.J. And Lane Watt. said after the game he took the Pro Bowl snub personally, and he wanted to show that today, and he certainly did. And that's why one of the reasons I thought they had a very good chance to win this game is because the Texans, I mean, Clowney was an absolute monster today, and that's not surprising because, A, his matchup was Jason Peters, who once again gets hurt, and, yeah. B, then Vitek comes in. Yeesh. But in terms of the other side of the line, there's not a pass rusher in this league that can get past uh, Brandon Brooks and Lane Johnson consistently. It's just not no. going to happen. They're probably – Probably the best right side of the offensive line in the NFL. I mean, I would think they're at least up there, if not the best. But, no, absolutely, Lane Johnson had, had a huge game. And, I mean, let's be honest overall. The game ended up being close. The Eagles w- dominated this game for three and a half quarters. They, they, they blew it at the end. But this was a 29-16, to 16, I think it was, or something like that game. I mean, they they outplayed the Texans, for, in my opinion, for the most part. That interception by Foles obviously ended up – you know, hurting them and uh, the fumble that where they the fumble is really what I meant. The interception, I guess, is only it was yeah. Ended the interception up being a three didn't. Oh, you're right. Yeah. That didn't end up hurting. The fumble absolutely did. But no, I mean, look, two weeks in a row they go and they thoroughly outplay the Rams. Ends up being a little closer. They thoroughly outplay the Texans. Ends up being a little closer. But I think the overall message here is a few weeks ago. I know we debated this on the podcast, on the radio, on Twitter. Did you want the Eagles to win or did you want them just to kind of fall apart for the draft pick? Yeah. And what I kept saying was, look. Because people would say, well, if they get in, they're not going to beat the Rams. They're not going to beat the Saints. How's that look now? If this team has different. to, if this team has to go to Chicago, if they if they get in. To me, the biggest roadblock to the Eagles Super Bowl is getting in. If yes. they get into the playoffs, I think they have an absolutely phenomenal chance to get there. Saints aren't playing as well as they used to. Also, they have the experience of already having gone there. They already beat the Rams in L.A. I think they win that game. And Chicago could not be a better first-round matchup for this mm-hmm. team. Yes, they have a good defensive line. That would be an issue. But you get a team with no no playoff experience. You get Mitch Trubisky in a playoff game. <laughs> Things are lining up. Oh, but Mitch. but you got to get in. Got to get in. And that's a tough part now. And I, I, I think you felt this, too, talking to Chris Long, talking to Malcolm Jenkins. It's kind of the same as, as last week as well, but, like, it's really different now. People are starting yeah. to feel it in the locker room way, way, way more. Chris Long actually took credit for part of the win with the, the shrine. shrine being in there. thought that was a nice Brought touch. Rot back to life. Yes. Uh, Love that he put on the ski mask as well, and that was that was huge in this game. Him and Fletcher Cox, another Long Cox fumble, uh, and that turned some things around. The pressure on... Deshaun Watson all game I thought was really really good it, it yeah. had tapered off there for a little bit in the uh the first half of that I think they only had three pressures one hit etc that terrible call on Brandon Graham my goodness yeah I'm trying to go through and explain that he said that they they called it on the actual hit and not on the body weight which is what all of us assumed you right. know was was happening there so again the officiating not great in this one Nick Foles getting his face mask ripped off of a two on a two-point conversion Lane Johnson saying that like he's never heard Nick Foles curse before in his life. It almost got to that point, uh, but he still didn't. So that's another impressive thing that Nick yeah. Foles does is not curse in front of a referee. I mean, really quick, for, obviously we'll talk about the Eagles, yeah. the Eagles podcast, but man, Deshaun Watson. That wow. Dude, that that God, play he made, he is very good. Yeah. He, I mean, the play he made on third down late where he, he I mean, literally it looks like four guys were going to sack him. He yeah. gets away from that. And that was a play where – when I'm furiously rewriting my article, you know, thinking they're going to lose this game, <laughs> you almost <laughs> delete, delete, delete. you almost just have to give it like a hat tip to him on that one. I yeah, mean, you clearly do. you got to bring him down, but then the end of the day, and then the touchdown pass after that was unreal too. So I think we shouldn't overlook the fact that the Eagles went out and beat a very good team that was very motivated to win this game. Oh like, yeah, this was 
maybe more impressive than the Rams. I mean, you can debate the Rams was on the road. I think it was. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think also you mentioned it. You talk about the difference in the locker room, and I'm happy you were here today to feel that because that's what it was like after the Rams game. And look, what has changed over the last two games? What's changed over the last two games? It's Foles. Yeah, it has. And, you know, I mean, uh, Mike Gross still there. Doug Peterson's still there. It's it's I don't think it's just you know necessarily that again this is if we believe that it was warming up even in Dallas where they lost right uh, and they were kind of struggling a little bit offensively there uh, I and and for whatever reason maybe that is I, I mean like maybe I should stop being so defensive about it and just being like yeah I mean it's not necessarily wow we really believe in Nick Foles because he's the better quarterback than Carson Wentz it's just like we have been here before we're playing at our best Nick is here. Uh, we know what he's capable of. He showed it again. It's really hard to just say it's it's not part of that energy. I, I feel that, you know, yeah. 100% that that's where it's uh, it's trending, and that's a part of the reason why they start b- uh, believing themselves. But uh, I think they're just they're playing so much better well, because and, they're on both sides of the ball. And the thing, too, is everyone will focus on these last two wins with good reason, but right. they've won four or five games overall. Yes. I mean, the, the Cowboys loss, obviously, very tight loss, very painful loss for that team. But they won two games prior to that. So a team that hadn't won back-to-back games all year was is very close to winning five in a row. So they're, yeah. they're playing great. And the Redskins game, I do think that is going to be a tough game for them. Going divisional opponent. That stadium, man, it's just a weird stadium. Like, yeah, the field sucks. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? It's just weird stuff happens there. So I do think that's going to be a very tough game for them. And I think the Redskins are playing pretty well. Somehow Josh... Johnson, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. kept it close. He covered. Yeah, for everybody. I mean, then he has that, that that interception. But yeah, real bad. No, I mean, I think that's going to be a tough game. But man, if this team gets in, nobody wants to play. Yeah, this is the ultimate man. Don't let him in. Yep. Team right now. I mean, obviously they won the Super Bowl last year. I would say that everybody goes, oh man, the Patriots, the Patriots of all people tweeted out. I know. I, I can't believe we're saying this, but thanks, Nick Foles, because you know that allowed them, I think, to lock up at least the second seed, right? Close to uh, it, yeah. Or, or looked, something yeah. like that. It helps them along the way. But uh, too busy Pittsburgh with Eagles is currently losing to the Saints right now, right? I believe. I think they still. just took the lead. Okay, so they're kind of battling back and forth in between that. So it is peak weirdness season in terms of how you're just looking at this as a whole. Um, I, I mean, there is a, a large part of me that does really do feel bad for Carson Wentz. Uh, it's like I, I want to enjoy the moment, and we should be. This is this is. I, I mean, like I don't want to take anything away from what happened on this field today, and especially because we just want to see this thing continue. Everybody wants to see this thing continue, but you can tell, like, I know Carson doesn't want to answer questions in the locker room, but he is in and he is out and he's yeah. making sure he's it, in it, and out, and you're not going to get anything from him anyway. I'm not reading into that, but you can just tell the mood is different. Well, yeah, it reminds me of last year. Yeah. I mean, I remember last year after the championship game, that win, and I'm not at all insinuating Carson wasn't celebrating because he certainly was. Of course, but, and he was celebrating after this yeah, too. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely, but it just – Look, there's a difference. I mean, Carson gets ready at his locker. No one, no media goes up to him. Right. He walks out. Right. I mean, it's different now. Back back before he 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 left. I mean, he would go to the podium. He would have you know Sal Palantonio gets one along right. him. Right. Yeah. Like it's a different world, and that's what it was like last year. Carson is not the focal point. He's not the main part of this team now. Going forward, I think it's it's pretty clear. There's there's two obvious truths here. One. You do not sit across from Carson and bench him. If he is medically cleared to play, you put him in. Right. End of story. That's it. But B, Nick Foles gives his team the best chance to win this year. There's no, it's no debate. And and both those things get true. You can feel those ways. Yep. And I I don't feel differently about that. I I, I honestly, for whatever it is, it's, you just, 
it's the hot hand. I mean, again, 471 yards. That's a lot. That's Four just, touchdowns. And, and it's a, a granted, it is against a secondary that is non-existent. Uh, and that is, I mean, picture perfect. But we knew that coming into the game. Right. I mean, I, I had said time and time again, this is going to be a Nick, big Nick Foles game. I didn't think it was going to be 471 yards. But I, I, said, mean, I said run the ball. We all had our takes, right? I mean, yeah, Jesus. By the way, uh, I don't know what it was, but I did mark at the beginning of the fourth quarter, 37 passes, 13 carries nice. on the field uh, for that. And boy, oh, boy. Uh, Josh Adams has gone from, and this is part of the nitpicking part of the podcast I'll get into, has gone from give him the ball to, I don't want him touching the ball. Yeah. Do not let, get get Darren Sproles, who I am so proud of today, by the way. Uh, he was also a little emotional in the locker room as well, uh, although you can't really get a good read on Darren because he is kind of a quiet guy. But you could tell he felt like yeah. that's why, and I got to eat a lot of shit on that too, a lot of us too. Me too. That's why you don't have to put him on IR. That exact reason. What a what a game from Darren Sproles. Well, today. and also let's for what it's worth, everyone used Sproles as almost their poster boy example of the medical staff. Yes. Let's give them some credit today. Yes. And I mean, maybe maybe look, he didn't recover as quick as he could. He's a thirty-plus-year-old running back coming off a hamstring injury. It's in an ACL. It's tough to. But today he looked fresh. He looked great. And again, like the the. The positive part, if there was any, of this team dealing with injuries early on is a lot of these guys are fresh. Mm-hmm. Sproles, I mean, right? Like, Foles, obviously, again, coming in late in the season. So, if you get in, I mean, Sproles looks like he can be an absolute factor. I agree with you on Josh Adams. I think he's hit his rookie wall. I don't think he's someone you really want touching the ball. I mean, he, you know, almost had a touchdown today if it's not called back. But True, yeah. He just doesn't look like the same player. At this point, I think Sproles and Smallwood are your running backs, and you go forward with that. Uh, and then you have Josh Adams, obviously. But no, I agree. Look, I thought they, I thought coming in running the ball would be important. Obviously, I was wrong because Foles had a great game today, and I don't know what they ended up with overall running the ball. I think it ended up with like twenty-two carries altogether. Uh, how many yards? Twenty-two on on. Uh, I'm trying to go through the uh, the final stats here. Da, 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 da. Not not a lot. It is. It's not great. Yeah, but whatever although, it was. Sproles, yeah, maybe it was a catch at the end. But also, I'll say this: another takeaway, and again, not to turn this into Carson versus Foles. But man, like Doug shows a lot of faith in Nick Foles. Not only as he should, though. I mean, yeah, as he should. But so we need to start trusting him when he says, "I'm not changing the offense that much." I didn't see anything different than what he would run with Carson. Well, but let me ask you this: Was he more aggressive today than he has been with Carson this season? Um, I don't think so. I think those same plays have been there. They just like Carson has not felt comfortable. Well, and again, I don't know. Against the Cowboys in the first three quarters, I didn't really see wide receivers getting open either. Uh, I I haven't seen Nelson Aguilar look like that as a deep threat, which he right. clearly can be. I just don't know why that's happening. I think it's a bunch of different things of what happened. I think it's trying to fit Golden Tate in there with it when your GM makes a trade and then people are also telling you to use Gardert more or use this less. I think it was just very confusing, and it was clear that it was confusing on how yeah, that was going I'll be. I, I want to go look at this and see, but I'd be interested to see how many passing attempts Carson has on third and fourth and one versus Foles today because not yeah. only did you know, the fourth and one, obviously early on to Sproles, uh, he gets it out to Sproles, he takes him for 37 yards out. Obviously that was the right decision to go for it. Um, and then fourth and one at the goal line. I mean, you throw it there too, yeah. which is obviously a big trustworthy moment for Foles. And I, again, obviously you should trust Foles. The dude's Super Bowl MVP. He's won games. He knows what he's doing. I'm just – it just seems to me that Doug coaches a more aggressive game with Foles this year than he did with Carson. Obviously, last year he was really aggressive overall, but I do think there's something to the fact that Peterson seems to be extremely comfortable putting it in, in uh, Foles' hand. Well, in this, I, I think it would have been in Carson's hands, too. I mean, um, 23 total rushing yards, by the way. That's what they finished uh, with today? 23 total. On, on what? On, on uh, oh, that can't be right. There's only no. 10 carries me, there. This is from the first. Uh, this is. <laughs> 
Jesus Christ. Wait, isn't that, why isn't that, it says Net final individual. right here. Final net, yeah. Uh, they had 57, 57 on 22. On 22. Yeah, guy, yeah. Man. But it, why does it say final individual statistics and then it has that? That's That's got to be wrong. That's a, oh, you didn't get the updated one. So, ha, I'm well, not that no, stupid. No, this is the only, the, first running, half, this is only the running backs, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, it says right here they ended up with. Uh, total net yards rushing, 57 on 22 carries. So. Well, and, and here's the reason. So I think that's a, a, a big reason why. And, again, it's also the opponent that you're facing. Uh, I know you want him to run against the ball or run, or run the ball against this team that clearly can just screw up the middle of it, and right. that's what happened. I mean, um, they tried. They did it. They went and said, okay, it's third and one. Here you go, Josh Adams. Stuffed, and it becomes a fourth and three, and they go for it. And by the way, speaking of which, that red zone uh, possession that they had in the second quarter seemed to last for an hour. Yeah, <laughs> penalty after penalty after penalty on on both sides, and it what it ended up resulting in and, a touchdown to Earth. Right? I was gonna say, like, shout out to the Eagles on that one. I mean, how many times this year have we seen penalties absolutely devastate this team, and they're not yeah. able to overcome them? And again, don't want to turn it into Carson versus Foles, but like. They, it's they, like the fifth time you've said that. Because I deep down, I, I deep down, you I want to. I want to. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's what I, I crave the content. Yes. I was thinking this week, I would watch literally anybody debate that. If you told me just two people were debating Carson versus Foles, I would sit and watch. Okay. Let's see what you got. Yeah. <laughs> I, w- I would. I would. But look, I Which mean. I'm sure you're going to get plenty of this week anyway, oh, regardless absolutely. if we talk about it or not. You get so. the, uh, you get the, uh, the touchdown and then it's called back, obviously. And then you end up with, what was it, first and goal at the 15? Something first, like that? Uh, ended up being, yeah, first thing and, going and to the And you end up still getting in? back because of uh, – and then they got a delay game after that penalty right. happened. So, yeah, it uh, – So, the, the other big play, I mean, we talked about how the Josh Adams fumble kind of seemed like a, you know, like, like a footnote because at the time they were just killing him. Yeah. The Zach Ertz touchdown ends up also being a huge play. I mean, for him to take that, break a few tackles, get in, you know, Zach Yak over here. Zach Yak, yeah. all yeah. that yak. But uh, – no, I mean he had a great game. Obviously, he sets the franchise or the NFL record for yeah, catches congratulations by, to him. by a tight end. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But no, he had an awesome game. And look, the offense was really good. Second game it in was. a row with over thirty points. Right, they had thirty-two today. So that's right. For, oh, they've done it three times this year. Two of which were in the last two. And and the what kept working in it, they used it. I think a couple of times in Dallas too, which is what got Carson going. Was doing that. All those different clear out routes where they they show you it in different packages, and that was the first touchdown was Darren Sproles in that that mesh sit wheel route, and that's where yeah. he was again. And they did it with Zach Ertz uh, for that touchdown. Like it just kept working, firing that. I thought that was a, a really great game plan. They actually didn't use as many screen passes as I thought they were going to uh, coming into this game, but that's what ended up kind of slowing down Clowney and having those matchups against those linebackers, which is, I think, what Ertz eventually uh, got back up into as well. And you're just sitting here going like, that's more. And, I, again, I don't think that's a Carson versus Foles thing. That's stuff that they've worked on before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it they, they just matched up really well against this Texans team, which is, again, why we kind of thought this would be a really good game for this Eagles offense going up against them. Um, well, let me ask you this. So – I think we can both agree the defense played really well last week against the Rams. Yes. Right? Today, they play really well for the most part. Obviously, at the end, they, they almost yeah, blow the not, not, <laughs> not good at the end <laughs> They at almost all. blow the yeah. season. But let me ask you. I mean, your takeaway from today, are you still feeling good about the defense overall? Or are you concerned by what you saw? At yeah. The end? No, I thought what their plan, or at least what it looked like to me, I'm curious what Jim Schwartz says this week. Uh, I, I think Jim, Jim just went, you know what? If he beats us with his legs, that's fine. <laughs> And uh, Doug's like, well, Jim, this is the season. Yeah, so Jim, <laughs> yeah, yeah, please yeah. stop doing yeah, that. Yeah, that, that plan is not working, Jim. <laughs> but the overall, I mean, uh, 
Uh, I love being up here in the press box because you can you can totally see the differences on who really is and isn't open. Watson, that nobody to throw to all day long. Yeah, unless your name was DeAndre Hopkins and, and you're again you're open. an alien and you're just you're you're doing whatever. I thought Avante Maddox did really well against him in the small matchups that, that they had with it good, too. Man, man, oh man, is he, he had that a near interception, which maybe you could argue should have caught. Would have been I, I think it no, he should have caught. It. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, 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 I still think it would have been an impressive sure. play. I mean, he's yeah. going down, but uh, then he had the tip pass later on. I mean, he's he's very good. Yeah, I I I liked their approach today. Um, and this is a time where it should be a Jim Schwartz philosophy against these guys. I mean, a slow-developing offense that likes to take shots downfield couldn't um, – uh, D'Anthony Thomas uh, – or De- uh, DT. God dang. Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas. probably out for the Whew. year now. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't look great. So, up until that point, um, they were trying to do all those things, and that's why, you know, having the wide nine and having four pass rushers worked. I thought he actually applied pressure when it was needed too. I mean, they started out the game that way. Uh, with the three and out, and then uh, the next possession that they had, he trusted Avante Maddox to stick in there while yeah. one-on-one coverage. Um, no real safety help in there. I thought he called a good game right up until you know they started allowing a bunch well, of but touchdowns. Even, but even at the end, I, I mean, know. honestly, like you again, you almost just have to tip three your broken cap. tackles. You right. know, I mean, I like, mean what, what are you going to do? do? Like, yeah. I mean, the the touchdown drive before that, I think, had a little bit of a feel of like, well, this game's over. We're not really yeah. trying anymore. Yeah. But the other ones, I mean. I mean, what are you going to do? The dude's breaking all those tackles. The, the touchdown throw, I think it was Rasul in coverage. I mean, it's a great throw and a great catch. Like, sometimes you just have to say that. No, that was, that was bad by Rasul, if we can be honest, though, first. I mean, that was – that you he stopped. You shouldn't stop in the I'll end. I'll have zone. to rewatch it. I could be wrong about yeah. that. But I'm saying the catch, but it was still, the the catch, catch itself the and the amazing. throw were amazing. Yes. I mean, you would have – even great coverage, I'm not sure would have had that there. But, right. no, I still think going forward the Eagles should feel very confident about their defense. They're playing really well. Yep. The offense is playing really well. But man, it's not going to matter if that Bears, uh, if the Bears don't. Chicago, can I just, can we just say, I know it might be a little disappointing, and I actually haven't checked the score in San Francisco, but the last time I saw that you were, you were, you were losing to San Francisco, but, but they, it was they, only by six to nothing. They play no matter what, though. That's what I'm saying. Chicago, it still matters if those pesky Minnesota Vikings get into the playoffs because. You don't have to face them again, and you don't want an opponent that you've seen time and time again and that knows I also your think, tricks. I also think for a young team, <laughs> and I'm being like, so let's say the Eagles were in this situation and I had to give my take on what I would do. Yeah. I'm being dead serious. I would play the starters and play to win because so you're a young team. You're going into playoffs for the first time. You don't want to, you know, you've lost, you lost last week, or you you would have lost today, Yeah, let's say. In right. So, I mean, I, look, I think, uh, I do think you play your starters. Um, all right, can we do like, Five minutes of Carson Foles. Oh no, I I will, okay. and I'm I'm just agreeing with you too, only because uh, we saw what happened with Sean McVay. That's a young team, right? Not exactly. A ton of veterans. That's a good point. They weren't ready against the Falcons either. Uh, all right, all right. So let me <laughs> let me ask you. <laughs> so here we go. Any way you play Carson next week? Uh, if he is ready to go, I still think that's what you do. You put him in. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I'm. But again, I I I just got through saying I'm fine with Nick Foles playing. Too. I'm fine with either quarterback playing. That's 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 still but my take. You agree take. that Foles gives them a better chance to win it. Right point. now, I think he does. So yes. you would so you would put, not saying I disagree. You yeah. would put the long term Wentz relationship over the chance to win. I this still year. would because the 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 margin here is, you're going to need Carson Wentz to go win you those games in his career. Yep. Nick Foles is as we 99 percent chance that he is done is not going to come back. I do wonder though. If that scenario does get created, and through the week we learn that Carson might be able to go on Sunday. And I think we're already starting to see a little bit of that. Right, exactly. And I actually is, this is the toughest balance. I am so glad I'm not in that locker room. 
Let me just say that. I wonder what it does and says to the locker room and said, Nick, sorry, man. Thank you for those two games. Carson's our guy moving forward. We're going to go and do it. And they end up losing. And yeah. I know things with the carousel, the locker room will change. It's whatever. It's not going to stay the same. But what is that? Does the locker room get upset? So <laughs> so here's the thing. You know, if he, they have the mo going. My guess, the overall, and again, we're talking about 63 guys in there. So not everyone's going right. to feel the same. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think the people that matter, other than Alshon, will say, <laughs> will, <laughs> will say that, look, we know the reality of the NFL. Carson's the number two overall pick. Carson's a franchise guy. Yeah. I don't think anybody thinks they would realistically sit a healthy Carson. But I do think if you put Carson in there, he doesn't play well, they lose, that I think there will be people that will think maybe Carson is not as good as Foles. I mean, like. That's our, that is, I guarantee you, and I haven't checked Twitter. I'm just talking, Guaran- no, no, no. I'm just talking about oh. the, the locker room. I'm not talking oh, gotcha. about yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, look, at the end of the day, like, we can debate Foles all we want. I mean, if you're in this locker room, you have to think very highly of Foles. Right. Certainly. I mean, look what he's done for you. He want I mean, that that ring on everyone's finger is because and the guy that he is too. Yeah, and the guy that he right. is all that. Right. I mean, the therapy sessions with folds at the podium. I mean, <laughs> he asks what's special about today, and he says knowing he gets to spend Christmas with his family. I mean, yeah. like, this is just who this guy is. And wished everybody Merry Christmas as he went off. Jeff Garcia, in the Jeff Garcia voice. Yeah. But but I guess to your point is if if Wentz goes in and struggles next week, and I think people do start. I think I mean, how do you not like and. This debate is for another podcast. I'm not saying they make Foles the guy over Wentz at all, but can you imagine if they didn't have Wentz, how excited people would feel about Foles going forward? Super Bowl MVP, doing this. I mean, there's a there's a our honest argument to make. Take away Carson Wentz. Pretend he does not exist. Sure, yes. If Foles is your quarterback, you are saying, wow, this guy's only 30 years old. He plays great under Doug. Look at the teams we're beating. There is reason to be optimistic going forward with Foles as your quarterback. Well, and I even saw Emmanuel Acho tweet this out. Right before we started recording, goes man, the you know how content he is, how composed he is, and he's better than ninety percent of the quarterbacks in the NFL. Which is, you know, if you put like we've talked about the resume behind him and then the, the lore and all that, it's hard not to think that way. And again, I'm I, as I said, I'm done trying to figure out Nick Foles and what he is and what he isn't. I, I, I don't know if I'd be willing to say that Nick Foles is better. Ninety percent well, of the starters in the NFL. Well, know, there's not I, a lot of know. good not a lot of good quarterbacks. There there, there isn't. Uh well there is, but well, that's every, the thing. everybody there knows is. everybody knows I'm team Dak. <laughs> I would take Foles over Dak. I I think you would have to at this right. point. Of course you would. You well, know. but but I think to, to Acho's point, like if you look at Foles, maybe he just went to a really bad situation in LA, or I guess St. Louis at right. that point. And but outside of that, He's won and the one bad year with Chip and the one great year with Chip. But even even the year that he wasn't bad, he was bad with Chip. I mean, what was their record? Six and two when he got hurt. I think so. Right. Yeah. I mean, they still won. And then as a rookie, obviously, wasn't great. But I think at the time, if you go back and read articles, people were talking about how he was showing signs and everything. Yeah. So I think Foles is just a guy that you say, you know, you can't figure out Foles. You can't figure out if he's ninety whatever ninety percent better than than the rest of the league. I think if the Eagles made Foles their franchise quarterback, their future would still be very bright. Not saying it would be as bright as sure. Wentz, but I look. I mean, the dude wins games. He plays great. He if, again, I'll say this Except like for the I said season. Yeah, <laughs> in the beginning of them. Just stick him in the stick him. Just I'm saying this is the only rule that can be broken right now is a two quarterback system where one guy plays a lot better at the end of the year and knows what's on the line. All right, well, we're not seriously going to have a two quarterback system. No, I'm just saying, like, okay. if you can make an argument. He's the only guy to do it because look at look at all of the different things that he has competed against. He's competed about, uh, against Mark Sanchez 
and lost. He's competed against whoa, Sam Bradford. No, 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 I'm just saying, in terms of who – just let me finish. It'll make sense okay, at the end. Okay. He's competed against Sam Bradford and lost. He's competed against Case Keenum and lost. And now he's competing against Carson Wentz, and he's winning. What's that say about yeah, Wentz? But, no, I'm, I, I, <laughs> but I'm saying – like you, that's why I'm just – you're just going – what in the hell? Well, but I what think- in the hell? Competing against Michael Vick and lost, by the way, too. Right. And now we're sitting here going, actually, he could be better than Carson Wentz moving forward. No, no, no. Well, here's the or thing. at least for the season. I that's what I'm saying. I'm just like going like it's a mind screw because you're going. Wait a minute. How, how, like again, the resume, everything else, still have not seen a guy play 16 games. Ever. Well, but in a couple things. One, we've never seen him play 16 games ever for a couple reasons. One, he either gets hurt or, hurt or benched, right? I mean, <laughs> well, that's true, you know, well, too. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. But, like, I mean, the other thing I will say is you have to look at Foles in a couple different ways. Like, I was talking to, to Mark Eckel uh, this week. Obviously guys, totally not a Giants fan, Mark Eckel. Yeah, right. Totally not a Giants fan, Mark Eckel. He's actually a Packers fan, but what, <laughs> whatever. But uh, anyway, um, he was making the point, like, you have to look at Foles at two different lights. If you would take Carson over Nick Foles in any system at any level, high school, college, NFL, any other team. But I think when you talk about Nick Foles with Doug in this Eagles offense with head, you know, Doug as head coach, I think it's a debate. And that it's not, again, it's not a knock on Carson. Look at what Foles has done. Like, look at what Foles has had to accomplish to even make yeah. it potentially a debate. That speaks to how talented Carson is. Carson's extremely talented. There is no denying Nick Foles, like he says today, sometimes you just got to light it up. The dude lights it up. Light him up, up, up. There you light go, right? Up, up, I mean, up. the dude balls. So, look, like you said, you wouldn't want to be in that situation if you're the Eagles. I wouldn't either. God, no. This it's is a tough one. This is the greatest, worst situation to be in. It's not a good situation to be in. <laughs> and and it's, it's it's and everything, the funny thing is, well, no, I'm going to hold on to the, they should have still traded Nick Foles to take Oh, I'll actually, hold on, hold on. I I, th- I was uh, gonna start with that. Okay, like I still think they should have traded Foles. Yes. Okay. Absolutely. I appreciate you sticking with it because it's it's and and I can I'm saying that full well knowing that I'm going to enjoy this regardless. Right. But I know what's coming, and that's still always going to be in the back of my mind. But for now, that's what I'm saying. I'm just going to enjoy this because uh, it's it's silly to do anything otherwise. But don't think it's not in the back of my mind that this well, is this has. The chance, and this is the only time I'll say it during this podcast, this has a chance to be absolutely disastrous. And that's just, I can't get it out of my head. People got mad at me on Twitter, which nothing new. Hey, but <laughs> I said before the, mad at you right here I in said, this booth. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I, I said before the Rams game, yeah. unless Foles wins the Super Bowl, they're better off losing to that Rams team. Because yeah. the worm of, pro- the, the box of problems they have opened here yeah. is a serious one. Right. I mean, imagine a world where, again, Doug and Howie are just humans. They'll make a decision. Of course. Imagine a world where they decide, you know what, Carson? And, again, public perception doesn't matter at this point. No. The Eagles can use the back as public perception. What matters is what does Carson and what does Doug think? Yes. And if Carson leaves this season feeling he was benched for Foles, Mm -hmm. that is a problem. Yes, which is starting to, again, creep and get there. It's, you know, and we're gonna have to see what happens. Over I mean, the you next saw the John weeks. Clark report, right? Saying full. Yes. I mean, and Carson thinks he could play through it. There's a reason why that was out. He went to L.A. to get a second opinion on his back. There's a reason why that was out. Too. Right, Carson <laughs> wants to play. Yes. And if you're Carson, 
again, at what point do you sit down with Doug and say, Doug, put me in. You it's, say I'm yeah. your guy. Put me in. Yeah. And at that I'm point, and again, again, like the the Eagles can put doctors in a room with Carson. They can do everything they want. Carson knows. Carson's a smart guy. Carson yeah. is going to know if he is benched, and it's a tough problem for the Eagles to, to have. Yeah, and um, it's just uh, I don't think if the unthinkable happens again, because it's getting it's going to get even sweeter now too. And I'm not even. And this is not me saying I do not want Nick Foles to win next week and them to make the playoffs. I want all of that to happen. But when they do get in the playoffs, I would prefer Carson Wentz starting if he is good to go. But, in you, the but let me ask you this: You would prefer him starting for the reasons we discussed, right? If you wanted to win that game, I'm putting Nick Foles in that game, and, and that's yeah. and that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I don't want to be a part of the decision making process right. because ah, <laughs> yeah, like it's just and and. And those guys in that locker room are going to feel the same way, and there's no way else to feel about it. It's, you just can't. Like yeah. it's it's imp- it's impossible not to think right now. And, th- ride this wave. And the funny part is, people will say online, "Why are we debating this?" You know, blah blah blah. Because your franchise quarterback is like probably having a bit of an emotional crisis. Yes. Because again, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, this never happened in the NFL ever, ever, yeah, ever. There has not been a backup quarterback that's won Super Bowls back-to-back uh, short season or Bears not. Bears are winning, by the way. hey oh, Bears are winning. 14-9. Good, 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 good. <laughs> and uh, the Saints are trying to lose to Pittsburgh right now. So yeah. I think that's a, a good stopping point for tonight. Um, I've, uh, I'm, this is probably the third-best Nick Foles game I've ever seen. I'll put it right below 27-2 and two in the Super Bowl. That was well, phenomenal. Well, 27-2 is not a game. Uh, why isn't it? Because he didn't throw twenty-seven touchdowns. Oh, sorry, <laughs> the, the, the eight touchdown game, obviously, the seven, touchdown, seven game. touchdown game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I think this game was better. Uh, really? Well, I just think when you take into account the the couple things, one, seven touchdowns against a bad team. I mean, it's impressive. Don't get me wrong, but it's kind of like it's just one of those days. Yeah. This game, season on the line. You have you your team falls down a point after you threw four touchdowns. You get drilled. I think this was a far more impressive game. But regardless, those are two or three, to. depending on who you talk to. Curious yeah. on what you guys think too. But or twenty-seven uh, and two, which is 20, not a game. Twenty-seven and two <laughs> season. Yeah, you just the whole season is a game. Uh, but uh, we are uh, once again live from the link as uh, they are shutting the lights down uh, on the field, and uh, we'll shut the lights down on episode number forty-three of the Go Birds podcast. Enjoy it. This has been uh, one hell of a weird, great season altogether. I'm glad that they have won four out of five. That they are continuing on here, uh, we will. And I'm even tell. This is basically I'm telling myself this. Worry about the drama later. Oh, Elliot won't allow me to do that. <laughs> well, let me let me say two things. Let me say two things. Yeah. One, and I mean this genuinely. Yep. I'm so pumped that Eagles fans are the people we take this ride with because they make it so much more fun. It's the like best. imagine covering the fucking Dolphins and dealing yeah. with this. No one Gross. would care, right? So I do. I fire gen- cannon bomb, fire gates, fire balls. Yeah. Of them. And I'm yeah. genuinely excited to get through. But two. Happy holidays to everybody. Yeah, happy to my, holidays. My Nick Foles voice. Yeah, to uh, to everybody out there that celebrates Merry Christmas. Uh, it's a it's a good early uh, early Christmas present year. Saint Nick. Happy New Year. Uh, we will dive into a lot this week, even though the holidays are with us. Uh, for Elliot Shore Parks, I'm John Barchett, live from Lincoln Financial Field, right here on Radio.com and Sports Radio 94 WIP. We'll see you guys. <laughs> I don't know if this booth is soundproof.
That's all right. I mean, like they're just gonna hear, uh, and then I'm done. Okay. Yeah, because they're yeah. I don't. We we got. I got to do what we got to do. Yeah, I think it's it's soundproof enough. I mean, it's from like you know. Right. Whatever. Uh, well, this will be the Easter egg because everybody's listening to this and we're a little nervous about uh, there's like 50 core members of the Eagles <laughs> press that might might be able to hear this. So here we go. Uh, 